Hello everyone and welcome back to our final week of the Lies We Listen To podcast. Thank you so much for joining us on this journey, whether you've listened to just one episode or every episode. We have been having great conversation with our pastors about this series and the lies that we listen to. This week we have Pastor Erica with us. Pastor Erica, go ahead and say hello. Hello everyone. I'm excited <laughs> to be here. I've never done anything like this, so yeah. I'm excited to have a conversation and dive deep and then see where it takes us. Yeah, I'm excited too. And um, for the people that don't know you, we're going to get to know you a little bit. So to start us off, tell us about yourself. Yeah, well, my name's Erica. I've been a pastor for, oh man, I should have counted before I came in here. Yeah. But I've been on staff at BCA. April will be two years. So I still Come feel on, like that's awesome. I'm a little bit new, but <laughs> I still feel like I've um, been here long, you yeah. know, been yeah. here enough time to get to know families. But before that, um, I was working at a church up north and, and on staff there. And so really, I mean, since I was 19, mm -hmm. I've been in a pastoral role. And so I just feel fortunate enough yeah. to be able to be at a, I love the local church. So getting yeah. to serve and, and be on staff. Um, That's amazing. And you're, you're our kids pastor. Have you always done kids ministry or what? I've uh, actually, I've done kids ministry probably the longest. Okay. I've done, um, young adults and youth um, as well. So kind awesome. of all three of those. I like to say I love like zero to 18. That's yeah. like my uh, age the range best that ages. I've been able to yeah. serve with. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, and um, I know you have two giant dogs. Yes. What are their names? All right, so the biggest one, he is weighing in at 92 pounds oh, these my days. Goodness. Yes, his name is Samson. <laughs> and we gave him that name when he was just a tiny little puppy, but yeah. he definitely grew into uh, the name Samson. Yeah. And then his brother, Cooper is only about 75 pounds, okay. so he got a little bit of the small gene, but yeah. yes, Samson and Cooper are best buds, and Aww. I love my dogs dearly. Yeah, that's amazing. And final question about yourself, but like, do you have any hobbies that we don't know about or hmm. things that you do outside of the church that most people maybe wouldn't expect? Yeah, I love, oh man, this is a tough question. I love a lot <laughs> of different things. Um, I would say something that nobody expects that I do. I love to sing. Oh, even though I, don't I didn't like to know sing that. In front of other people. So, <laughs> um, I'm definitely a uh, sing in the car kind of person. Oh, okay. Or at home, but yeah, never. Don't put me on a stage. I don't want to sing. Pastor Danny's coming for you. I, I can <laughs> just tell. Yeah, we can maybe edit this one out. <laughs> that's so funny. Well, that's amazing. Yeah, I did not know that about you, but I do love that fun fact. Um, okay, so this week we uh, we finished up our series, The Lies We Listen To, and the lie that Pastor Rob talked about was, I am voiceless. And oftentimes, um, I think people can find themselves in situations where they they don't know if their voice matters. Mm -hmm. um, and I just wanted to throw that to you and get your initial thoughts on this topic of voicelessness or that lie specifically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, this week's message was so good. I feel like sometimes, um, I know for me personally, I can kind of associate being voiceless with being mm -hmm. invisible, yeah. right? Like not being seen, totally. not being heard. And um, I just remember a time, um, even growing up, like high school, early college age, like that was a huge thing that I struggled with, was feeling okay. like I do feel invisible. I do yeah. feel like my voice doesn't matter. And so um, that took a toll on just my confidence level, like mm -hmm. who I was as a person. And so um, having, um, thinking, like having thought about this and, and I love that we're attacking these lies head on yeah. and having conversations about it. Cause sometimes I feel like maybe we don't talk about this enough. Yeah. Um, but I just remember, um, struggling and being like, where, 
I know that I need to turn to the word. I know that I need to turn to the Lord, yeah. but, um, like how, what does that process look like for me? Right. Totally. Like how can I erase that lie and start believing the truth that what yeah. God says about me? And I remember just finally being able to surrender those things over to the Lord and, um, just ask him for guidance and just read scriptures that just remind me of my identity yeah. and remind me that I am created for a purpose on purpose, that there is a plan for my life, whether yeah. or not I see it in the moment, God yeah. sees the whole picture. I only get to see a part. And so I love that we got to just have just a powerful conversation on, you know, the reality of sometimes we do feel invisible. Yeah. Um, but just always remembering what God says about us. Yeah. I think that's such a great point. And I think like the topic of voicelessness um, really is person specific, but mm -hmm. I do think it always comes down to um, am I being heard? Mm -hmm. And I think, mm -hmm. uh, like when I think about struggles, I don't know, even just as a lady, not that ladies are the only ones with, with struggles, but sometimes like when you're in a male dominant yeah. workplace, um, you kind of feel like you need to talk more masculine yeah. and, you know, <laughs> and, uh, communicate more directly or things like that. And so I know that there's people that have felt voiceless in that type of way mm -hmm. or on the opposite side. Um, I think that there's, there's guys who maybe don't know how to advocate for themselves in the way maybe a lady would or um, or just people in general. I even think like um, our nation, and this is kind of a weird place to take it, but I'm gonna take it. Um, our nation lately I think has been like crying out to be heard and we see it in so many different ways. And then we hold this tension of like wanting to be heard with biblical truth. And so I think that topic of voicelessness is like so vast yeah. and we don't have time to hit all of it in, in this one moment. Um, but what I wanted to ask you is, can you tell us of a more, you've kind of touched on it already, but a more specific time when you've felt voiceless? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's multiple yeah. things I could share on this. I feel like this is something that, you know, I've dealt with a lot, but yeah. um, thinking back to um, a time, I feel like, when I was first starting out in ministry, um, I was more of a shyer, reserved person. Yeah. And so oftentimes, you know, it's kind of the stereotypical people in ministry are like powerhouse, totally, right? They totally. can go on stage <laughs> and they can just like bring the crowd to their feet and all that. And, and I remember just feeling really insecure, like, mm. I don't think that's my gifting, you know? Yeah. I don't go into a room and demand attention. And so I'm like, how am I supposed to be a leader if I feel totally. like my voice isn't being heard and you know I wasn't always the loudest at the table in the meetings and yeah. different things like that and so um, I really struggled to find my place yeah. and I kind of remember I kind of always um, associate it like this like you know you're sitting at a table and you're kind of just like bringing a chair around trying to find a spot at the table yeah. and it's like oh, I don't I don't I don't think I'm supposed to sit here I don't right. think I belong here and um, I just remember kind of feeling that and just having this moment with the Lord where just the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart and he's mm. like, stop trying to find a table. Stop yeah. trying to find a place at a table. I've already set a table for you. Yeah. You know, I have a place for you. Um, I didn't call you to ministry just to leave you out there hanging. Right. Mm -hmm. I know your personality. I know your giftings. And yeah. yet I still chose you to do this. I still yeah. called you to do this. And so, um, yeah, just really. Um, being able to trust in the Lord mm -hmm. and then he just sort of instilled that confidence in me yeah. and as I became more involved and as I learned just to trust him and his strength and not my own strength yeah. um, that insecurity of, of oh, I'm not being heard or I don't belong here or, yeah. I don't have a strong enough voice it sort of just went away yeah. I mean not overnight but it definitely just sort of 
left my heart and mm-hmm. my mind and I was able just to focus on what really mattered is mm-hmm. that I was called for this and I want to do the best job possible. Yeah. And isn't it so amazing? I think that that's one thing that like, especially as an elderly 20 year old, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like I, not that I am old, but I am living more life now. Mm-hmm. Um, When I, you know, when I was younger, I felt like I needed to fight every battle or it wouldn't be Mm -hmm. fought on my behalf Mm -hmm. or I needed to speak out every injustice Mm -hmm. um, because if I didn't, who would? But then when you finally get to that place, when you just believe that God is for me Mm -hmm. um, and not Mm -hmm. that we don't have to do the work sometimes, Mm -hmm. but also that God is our greatest advocate, that he hears you Mm -hmm. always, that he never overlooks you once that is instilled in your heart in your mind i do feel like our walk just becomes so much more peaceful Mm -hmm. and i and that is hard to grasp but when you do like i just remember those moments when i finally got like oh god is speaking on my behalf how much pressure was lifted off Mm -hmm. my shoulder so that's a really cool story to hear about from you yeah so another question for you Sometimes when I think of voicelessness, um, I I think all of our lies have kind of tied in together. You know, the um, I am helpless or I am worthless, I am hopeless. Mm-hmm. I think that sometimes those lies kind of feed into each other. Mm-hmm. And so there's a spiral that happens when you believe the lie, I am voiceless, you can also believe the lie, I am helpless. Mm-hmm. Or if I am voiceless, then I am not heard, so then what's the point? And then you feel worthless. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you specifically like break off the ties mm-hmm. of voicelessness mm-hmm. when, you know, when we're even talking about God is our greatest advocate, mm-hmm. um, that he hears our voice? Can you just tell me your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think... I mean, honestly, the first thing, which I know many of us do, and sometimes we always think of it as a first, but just Mm -hmm. being in the presence of the Lord, right? Just opening up my Bible, making my time with the Lord intentional, Mm because I know like on days when I feel rushed or busy or different things, I'm more apt to believe those lies because I haven't grounded myself. I haven't um, been able to bring myself back to God's word and say, God, what do you say about me? Mm -hmm. What do you say about my situation? What do you say about this lie? Because he says a specific thing for every lie that the enemy tries to attack us with. He says a specific truth. And so being able to just spend time in the presence of the Lord, turn on worship music, pray and say, Lord, I I need you to take this for me. And I'm having a hard time maybe giving a little bit, maybe, you know, the one hand behind the back thing, like I'm going to hold on to it a little bit, but being able to just fully give it over. I just being in relationship with him, Mm -hmm. right? Just opening the word praying, listening to worship music and, you know, also like surrounding yourself with people who are going to encourage you, who are going to lift you up. That's so important, like who your community is. And that's why I feel like we always talk about how important having solid people around you is because, you know, if you have people that are feeding into these lies about you, Mm -hmm. you're more apt to believe them. But if you have people who, you know, you can call when you're feeling discouraged or when you're feeling like you are voiceless or worthless or whatever the lie that you're believing, you can, um, just get a little bit more wisdom from them too. Cause yeah. God, you know, puts wisdom in their hearts for you and to encourage yeah. you. And so I would say those are just two main things right off the top mm-hmm. of my head that I'm like, I need that in my life. <laughs> Which is really cool. Like, okay. So if you're listening to this podcast and maybe you haven't listened to previous weeks, um, I feel like at least the last three, but I think there's more than that. The two things that when I ask mm-hmm. questions similar to this, that people have said is get into the presence of the mm-hmm. Lord 
and then bring community into your circumstance. Yeah. And you guys, we don't we don't really talk about everyone else's episodes and stuff like that. Each pastor, um, of course, listens, but they listen in their own time. So Pastor, pastor Erica didn't hear Pastor Caleb's episode last yeah. week. Um, and so when you hear pastor after pastor saying, get in the presence of the Lord and bring community into your circumstance, it's important. It is so important. And especially when it comes to lies, because how often have you had a friend when you, when you are saying like, I can't do it. I'm not enough. It's not when they point you back to Jesus and go, you can do it because the Lord gives you strength. You are enough because your worth is found in the Lord, you know, and they can go through and um, and speak truth and life over you. Absolutely. And so I just think it's cool that you even pointed to those two things. People, if you are listening, yes. get in the presence of the Lord. Read your Bible. <laughs> Read your Bible. Be in community. Um, there's a reason why the Lord tells us to do it, and there's a reason why your pastors are telling you to do it. It's true. It's important. It is yes. so important. So normally I'll, I'll finish up the podcast and ask if you're believing this lie, what are some things that you can do? But I feel like we hit that a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to ask you a different question. Maybe someone's listening and they go, I want to be in the presence of the Lord, Mm -hmm. um, not just on a Sunday, but at my time at home, in my car, whenever they have Mm -hmm. time. What are some ways that people can begin to take action steps towards that? Can you talk us through that? Yeah, I would say, um, I mean, open up your Bible. Mm-hmm. If you, Some people, it's hard because they're like, where do I start, right? Yeah. There's so many different books of the Bible. You know, start, I like to start in the Gospels when I'm telling yeah. people, hey, the, learn the life of Jesus, mm-hmm. all the things that he did. Um, just that's a great way to start and mm-hmm. it's um, not difficult to understand, totally. right? Like it's yeah. very easy to just jump on in and, um, you know, like I said, worship music, mm-hmm. you don't have to just be Sunday, Wednesday, uh, when other people are leading worship, right? Yeah. You can lead your own worship in your car, in your house, in your office, wherever you are. Yeah. Um, yeah. And be intentional with your time. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe before you, um, get out of bed in the morning, don't reach for your phone, reach for your Bible. Yeah. You know, it's just little things like that, that make a huge difference. Or when totally. you're, you know, uh, falling to sleep at night, maybe put the phone away or the TV mm-hmm. show away and um, read your Bible, spend yeah. time, journal. Uh, God's going to speak to you. Oftentimes yeah. we're like, oh, does, is God going to speak? God will speak to you yeah. as whether or not we're listening. And yeah. so just being really intentional with our time, I think yeah. is probably the first thing. Yeah. Setting our focus on the Lord. Mm-hmm. First thing in the morning. I can't tell people enough like how much that changes your day too. Yeah. Uh, because it's not that mm-hmm. when you wake up in the morning, like your prayer then is more spiritual than at mm-hmm. night. But what it does is when you first thing in the morning go, God, I give this day to you. Mm-hmm. Then every other moment after that, when you are faced with the choice, mm-hmm. when you are discouraged, when you're going through something, you think of God mm-hmm. because that's the first thing you thought about yeah. um, as opposed to other things. And so mm-hmm. that's such great advice. So thank you for that. Um For those of you listening, this is our final week. Um, Feel free to share this podcast. I'm sure we'll do another limited series. This has been really fun. Um, But tell us what you want. Tell us what you want to hear more of. Um, And then the final thing I want to leave you guys with is if you are fighting lies, um, nothing will change where you're at, your circumstance, more than just being in the presence of the Lord. Um, and so do it. Don't, don't think of it as this big giant thing. God is with you already right now, as you're listening to this podcast, he is with you. 
Um, and so just turn your focus on him. He's going to meet you. And then dive into community. We are a church that loves each other. Um, we have groups that you can get involved in if on a Sunday you feel a little bit lost. Um, there's always ministries for you to be involved in if you want to take that next step. But really, we just want to do life with you. Yeah. And so thanks again for listening to this podcast. Thank you, Pastor Erica, for joining us this week. It was an amazing conversation. Um, we will see you next time we do this podcast. Thanks again, and let us know what you think.